The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Welcome to Him for Her Radio. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him Prison Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Shug Burry. Welcome to Him for Her Radio. I'm Sugbury, your host, and this is Women's Hot Topics, Woo! a place where your voice is heard. Please post on our Him for Her Facebook page with any comments or topic ideas. Or if you're not on Facebook, please visit our webpage at hymnprisonministries.org. I want that song to be true. Sarah Borelli sings Brave, and she says... I want you to be brave. Let your words fall out. And there's no better way to do that than visit either our Him for Her Facebook page or our himprisonministries.org website and post your ideas, your comments. And also consider, if you would, partnering with us financially in bringing the gospel to the darkest corners of the world. Ladies, Him for Her Radio, this is your show. What's the hot topic of today? Drum roll. The hot topic of today is this one's on spiritual gifts requested by Heather. Why did God make me this way? Have you ever wondered that? I know you have. I know I have. From time to time wondering, God, why did you make me this way? Time and time again, I have met with sweet little moms. Oh, I just love those young moms wondering what their purpose is in life. Why did God make me this way? What is my purpose? Why am I here? Why can't I be like her? Why did God make me this way? Rick Warren speaks of three P's in your life. Now that is the letter P. I want you to imagine it. Three P's in your life. And I want to share this with you so you understand better how you're wired and why God made you this way. The first is personality. The first P is personality. God made your personality perfect. That'd be two P's, wouldn't it? But actually, it's just one. A perfect personality. I used to hate myself when I was younger. I couldn't figure out why God wired me this way. I was so loud and bold. And I just, I wanted to be shy and quiet and one of those young ladies. But God didn't wire me that way. And I came to know the more I was mature in Christ that God made my personality perfect. Why? To go with the second P, passion. God puts a passion inside of each one of us. Now, my passion at the time, I thought I was going to be Barbara Streisand or a big singer or John Denver. I know I'm I'm kind of dating myself. I used to take a microphone, pretend one, which was on a wooden stick handle, and dance in front of the glass sliding door when I was a little girl. Ask my parents, they'll be able to tell you. But what God gave me was a passion for people. The more people, the better. And it really just moves my heart when I get energy from others. 
So the first thing is God made my personality perfect and yours. To fulfill the second P, which is the passion in our lives. And the third thing is for his purpose. God has a purpose for your life. We hear it in scripture time and time again. How many of you out there, raise your hand for me. If you're a bold person, kind of like I am, you tell it like it is. Go ahead, raise your hand in the car. It doesn't matter. People look at you funny anyways. Okay, there you are. I love you people. You're my kind. We're hanging together. But what about people who are quiet and shy? Would you raise your hand for me? Look at that. They can't even get their hand up past their face hardly because they're so shy and quiet. But I want you to embrace that because God made each of us perfectly just the way we are for his purpose. God has a purpose for your life. And knowing that helps you understand why God wired you this way. This is Sugbury, him for her radio. Today's hot topic for women is why did God make me this way? When you say yes to Jesus Christ, The Holy Spirit comes and lives in you as your advocate, counselor, reminding you of God's word, which is a good thing. He brings us, this is even better, ladies, a gift. That's right. You heard me right. G-I-F-T, a gift specially made for you. I'm going to hit four areas to help you understand, four topic areas about how and why God gave us spiritual gifts. The first one is why spiritual gifts. Second is who gets spiritual gifts. Third is when I get my spiritual gift. I want to get it. When do I get it? The fourth is what gift did I get? Well, let me start by saying, look at the diversity in our community. Look at the sense of humor God has. I mean, look around as you're listening to this. I don't know if you're at home or at the coffee shop listening, if you're exercising, if you're driving, but look around. God has a sense of humor. I mean, do you know the more different we are, the more it glorifies God? Look how creative he is. This is cause for celebration. We need to take an honest evaluation of ourselves and look at how God wired us. What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? Now, why do I say that? Because let me tell you, we are not the be-all or end-all. You are not all that. Let me put this in perspective for you. My daughter, Shelly, who's now a grown adult. Hey, shout out to Colorado. Miss you, little sweet pea. Okay, I digress. I'm back. Shelly was was a young teen, teen at the time, back in the day, and life used to evolve around her. You know what it's like. Those of you who've got teenagers, life evolves around them. My husband Blair and I stumbled across these pants when we were in a store that were just perfect for her. <laughs> I tell you, I can't stop laughing about it. I still laugh to this day, and it was such a long time ago. We couldn't stop laughing when we read them. They were black pajama pants, and summarized on these pants were how we were feeling during those challenging teen years. It was in white print on black pants, and it said... It's not all about me. Oh, the words, it's not all about me, were written all over the pants so many times, all over, both front and back and forward and backwards. Oh, my gosh. When we gave it to her, surprisingly, in her teen years, she found it funny, just as we did. Good thing. She's got such a good sense of humor. It could have backfired. But it has since become our tagline in our family for many years after that. Sweet pea, let me tell you, it's not all about you. 
And that's where we start today's topic. Why did God make me this wife? It all starts with God and his gifts that he gives us. If you're just tuning in, this is Him For Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. Find us online at Him For Her and post your ideas and your topics or on the web at himprisonministries.org to partner alongside of us. Back to the hot topic of today, why did God make me this way? I'm going to talk about something. All women like gifts. Have you ever picked out a gift for somebody where you spent time searching? You knew that person would just love it. I mean, you picked it out, you found it, you wrapped it in the perfect paper. In fact, you couldn't wait to give it to them. Almost before they could even open the gift, it was busting off your lips. You just wanted to tell them, you're going to love this. This is awesome. This is great. And with eagerness, you wait for them to open your gift. How would you feel, ladies, if they received this beautiful gift that you picked for them and they put it over on a shelf, and walked away and never unwrapped it. What? I mean, what are you going to feel like? You're going to feel terrible. You're going to feel like they rejected you. You're going to feel like, well, I love you, and I wanted to give you that perfect gift. But you know what? That's how God feels when he handpicks our spiritual gift just for us, and we don't discover what it is. Paul taught, we have different gifts according to the grace given us. Let us separate them in proportion to our faith. Romans twelve six. Spiritual gifts are found in three separate passages in the New Testament. Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12, and Ephesians 4. The lists aren't exactly identical, nor do I think they're exhaustive. I think there's more spiritual gifts. But we have the same Holy Spirit, the same God, but different gifts. The Holy Spirit distributes each one to you and me individually as he wills. So you can't have what's called gift envy, ladies. No looking over the fence and saying, I like her gift better than the one I got, because God handpicked this perfectly for you. It's to go with your personality, to go with your passion, to fulfill God's purpose for your life. Now, spiritual gifts do two things. I want you to remember this. It glorifies God. And the second thing is it helps other people. What did I say? Two things. Glorifies God and helps other people. Everybody loves a gift, and each gift is handpicked out for you, not to frustrate you, but to equip you to live your life with purpose and passion. Too many people, oh my gosh, I see it all the time, drift around like, what am I doing? What's the reason? Why am I here? What's my purpose in life? I feel so unfulfilled. Well, get off the can, people, and discover what your spiritual gifts are. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Oh, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Ladies, it's not too late. It's not how you start life. It's how you finish it. Your gifts have been prepared and pre-planned, customized just for you. Oh my gosh, I love anything that uses the word customized just for you. The Bible commands us to know, to sharpen, to unwrap, basically, your spiritual gifts. Get out there and see what makes you ticks. tick. I'm going to give you some tools. I'm going to help you discover what your spiritual gifts are. I'm going to share what a couple of spiritual gifts are so you can kind of see them in action. It's really kind of fun. But most of all, these gifts are powerful. 
and they're purposeful. When I use my spiritual gift, I feel like I'm flying. And we'll talk about that in just a minute. Ephesians 4 says, where there is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called the Lord, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ might be built up. God's word also tells us in 1 Corinthians 12, 12, just as a body, though one, now they're talking about the body of Christ, all of us, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body. So it is with Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 15 says, Now, if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body, it goes on to tell us the ear and the eye as well. Why, you know, basically, ladies, you're going to get rid of your ear because you got an eye. You need both of them equally as much, equally as much. God has placed the parts of the body everyone needs just as he wants them to be. I cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. Head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. Those parts are weaker, are indispensable. All parts should have equal concern for each other. There is not one weaker than the other. There is not one part, one gift that is indispensable. We need them all. Ladies, we've heard from God's word, we need each other. Next question, why do we have spiritual gifts? To get the love thing right. My pastor uses that all the time. Get the love thing right. Your purpose in life is not about serving yourself, but about how you're wired to help others and glorify God. Remember the two things that gifts do. They glorify God and they help other people. This is all about defeating Satan, ladies, living a victorious lives and helping each other. Jesus said you must love one another. Then they will know you are my disciples. Oh, how I want that for you ladies that are listening. I want you to live a victorious life in Christ, not just a passive born one. I want you to rock it with your spiritual gifts. So who gets spiritual gifts? I'm going to be really clear. Only believers. Only believers receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. The Holy Spirit then comes, lives in you, and brings a gift. Oh, ladies, if I could just share with you where God has taken me, he has picked me out of the pit of hell. He has cleaned me up. He has forgiven my sins. The shackles are released off of my life. The enemy has no more play or control over me. Why? Because Jesus made it clear to me that he died for my sins. He loves me so much that he came and took my place. And in that, he defeated and conquered the enemy. And he rose from the dead and is now on the right hand of the Father, interceding on behalf of you and me. If you're listening to this for this first time, Jesus loves you so much. It's not about what you can do or what you can work or, you know, how are you going to be effective? It's you just need to know that Jesus loves you and he's waiting for you to say yes to him so you could have a full deep relationship with him. 
not only in heaven, but beginning today here on earth. Will you say yes to Jesus Christ? I mean, who would not want that in their lives to live a victorious life? So who gets a spiritual gift? Those that say yes to Jesus because the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of you. And he brings with him a gift to go perfectly (laughs) with your personality, with your passion, and with the purpose that he has given for your life. When do I get my spiritual gift? Well, ladies, good news. You get your gift immediately upon receiving Christ by the Holy Spirit, but you might not realize what it is right away. You often will get a spiritual gift And as you sharpen it, which we're commanded to do, as you uncover it, then you will discover that you might have other spiritual gifts. I want you to think of it like a wheel of a bike. I enjoy biking. And and on the wheel of a bike, there's a hub. Imagine your main motivational spiritual gift in the center of that hub. Mine is evangelism. Yes, I'm evangelist. If you hadn't guessed by now, I love sharing the gospel. Every time I share the gospel with you, I shut my eyes because I just feel Like you're flying. I feel like I'm flying. The Holy Spirit is working in me through my spiritual gift. And what is evangelism? Evangelism is sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. We're all called to do that, but some of us are gifted in that area. I've had the blessings of seeing thousands and thousands of people in prison and outside of prison say yes to Jesus Christ based on the gospel. The gospel has melted their hearts. I just showed up and God used me and my spiritual gift. I have other gifts as well, supporting gifts to that. So think of the hub as evangelism. The supporting gift is leadership, teaching, encouraging, faith, discernment. Now, not all all at once did I discover them, nor did I develop them all at once, but I'm not that spring chicken anymore. God has developed them in my life. And he tells us in the teaching of the talents that when you deal well with little, you will be blessed with more. So some people say, well, I've got talents, if that's what you're speaking about, Chug. No, I wasn't. But if you do have a talent, awesome. I mean, some people are awesome piano players, mathematicians, builders, contractors, singers. I wish I could sing. But oftentimes, our spiritual gift is paired with those talents that you're born with. But the cool thing about a spiritual gift, it's used for spiritual stuff. I mean, the supernatural that only God can do. I mean, it is so rocking and awesome. It is supernaturally used to glorify God and help others. I have seen people healed in Jesus' name. I have seen people come to faith with the hardest of hearts in Jesus' name. I tell you, when you can use your spiritual gifts and discover what they are, you're flying. And who doesn't want to do that? Remember, these gifts are not for you. They're not for Shug. They're not for you. Put your name in there. They're used by God, to glorify him for some reason. Who is man, Lord, that you are so mindful of him that he uses us in his kingdom work? Uh, But ladies, also, our spiritual gifts are used to demolish the enemy in our lives and in others. My husband, Blair, he's an awesome guy. I wish you could see him. I just love him so much. He's got the spiritual gift of helps. He loves Jesus. There's not a time he doesn't pray over me before I come and preach or teach or come here to the radio station. 
but he's got the spiritual gift of helps. What does that look like, a spiritual gift of helps? Well, here's an example. We went to one of those drive-ins, you know, those old-fashioned 50s, 60s kind of drive-ins where they bring you the food on a tray, and we rode our bikes there, and we had a a hamburger. I was going to try to be polite about that, kind of a wooden patty between two buns. And uh, anyways, we got done eating. (laughs) I thought, I'll be the good wife and I'll pick up the tray and I'll clear it from the outdoor picnic table that we were sitting at. And I go over and I dump it. And I turn around and look and I can't find my husband who had just been sitting at the picnic table waiting for me. And I look around, where is he? Oh my gosh, he's clearing all the picnic tables of all the trash that were left by the people who didn't clean it up. And I said to myself, oh, I wish I had thought of that myself. But he's got the spiritual gift of helps. He loves to be behind the scenes and help people whenever he can. Now, ladies, don't have gift envy. As I joke about my husband, I want you to know God has wired each of us perfectly for his kingdom work. Don't be super sensitive, though, to others' needs or hurts who don't have the gift of mercy. Let me rephrase that. I don't have the gift of mercy. Now, God has given me merciful type of qualities, but I don't have the gift of mercy like some people do. Some people with the gift of mercy, they put themselves in other people's shoes right away. Those are usually the friends that cry as they hear something that's happened in your life that breaks their heart. Now, why do I feel God didn't give me the gift of mercy? It's because when I am in the prisons around the world and I hear the stories, the heartbreak, the difficult times that would shock most people's socks off. I am there to listen. God has given me a thick skin and a soft heart, but he has wired me perfectly for his purposes. You know, these other people with other gifts simply might not see things as you do because of your gifts. They have different gifts. We're all called to be compassionate, but some people respond in different ways. We're all called to get out there and discover our spiritual gifts, unwrap them, sharpen them, as Paul says. But how do you know what your gifts are if you're not out there loving each other and using them? Ladies, I didn't know what my spiritual gifts were until I got out there and started to try them. And you know what? Oftentimes your girlfriends will be able to tell you, hey, I love the way you encouraged that woman. Well, maybe you've got the gift of encouragement. I mean, there's different situations. Why don't you imagine it like this? You're at a restaurant. There's a waitress. The waitress spills her food on the floor. And a bunch of us get up to help. One person gets on the floor and starts to wipe everything up. The other person offers to pay the bill. Another person pats the woman on the back and tells her everything's going to be okay. This is the way the spiritual gifts look. The person on the floor was wiping up because they have the gift of helps. The person rubbing the back possibly has the gift of encouragement. The person offering to pay for the bill so it didn't come out of her check has the gift of giving. I want you to understand that each of us is wired with different spiritual gifts. And oftentimes our friends can tell us or listen for it what our gifts might be. Now embrace who you are. And know why God created you that way. I've got a couple of spiritual gifts here I'm going to touch on. Somebody might have the gift of administration. And they have leadership in that. They love to organize. They're very organized, not myself. Some people have the gift of discernment. Maybe I would call it street smarts. Where they're like, I kind of smell a skunk here in this situation. Or I see darkness. Or I don't feel like this is from God. 
People have evangelism. I talked about that. You want to know if you're evangelist? Share the gospel and see who receives Christ. Maybe you're a teacher and you have the ability to teach in such a way, God's word that people understand. Maybe you've got the gift of giving, like I had mentioned. And God has blessed you with resources so you can go to different places and give generously. And if you do have that, hey, look us up, imprisonedministries.org. You got that donate button right there. Just know you're doing God's work in the darkest corners of the world. You might have the gift of mercy, unlike myself, who has the ability to reach out to other people and have such compassion. Maybe you've got the gift of healing and you're able to heal people through prayer. Maybe you've got the gift of prayer. We're all called to pray, but some people have a corner on that. I'm asking you right now, would you bow with me and pray with me as we say yes to Jesus to come into our lives, to enable us and empower us with the Holy Spirit so that we can discover that awesome gift and why Jesus created us the way he did. And know you're dearly loved. This is Shug Burry, Him For Her Radio. Until next time, I love you.